Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we dealing with? Today we are dealing with the World War III classic, <laughs> Red Dawn, 1984. 1984. Yes. We were one. We were one. So. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the movie, we were one. You By know. the end of the movie, I felt we, like I was 150. We had one. I don't know. <laughs> um, it, it just occurred to me just now that every time I start this podcast, when mm-hmm. I say what I say at the beginning, mm-hmm. it, it always surprises me. And I feel like I don't know how to start every time. Every I, time you start the same. I know. And every time it freaks me out. Just that, that just happened just it, now. You're so. amazing. Well, you know, I you do what do I can. You do this in your sleep. I do what I can. <laughs> I say a, a single phrase every time we start, and that's amazing. So, <laughs> all right, uh, yeah, yeah. And so we're talking we're, about 1984, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Uh, if you have never seen this movie, mm-hmm. uh, not the new one. We're not talking. What is it? No. 2012. Yeah, one? yeah. Don't see that one. Uh, it's got a Hemsworth in it. I think. Oh yes, it does. <laughs> all right. Well, they had to go comparable, right? They they needed to get their Swayze factor into the, that's the new true. one. Uh, if you've never seen uh, the 1984 Red Dawn, go find it streaming somewhere. It's currently on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, it's free. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to pay for Prime, but you know well, what I mean. I mean, it's free if you're not a loser. <laughs> go watch the movie, uh, and then you can come back and join us for the conversation. And, and you're, you're back. back. It was. It was the greatest of all time. I just was just going to make sure you were going to stick with the theme. It's the greatest of it all time, was, was it? It was the greatest of all time. <laughs> was it? All mm-hmm. right. <laughs> It's the best World War Three movie I yeah, know of. That you've ever seen? All right. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <And> because we, <laughs> there's legit no other World War Three movies <laughs> I can think of. I'll bet you'll get, we'll get some emails on that because I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. I, I just said that I know of. That's oh, lawyer okay. talk right there. <laughs> He's All right. Bam. And before we uh, dig into this nonsense, we need to bring on our guest because we Returning always. Returning guest. We always talk to Almost someone else. Almost one year exactly. Yeah, Which I know. we couldn't Shy. believe because we would have had him back. I really thought I pissed show. you guys off. I was like, no. shit. You were amazing. <laughs> Spaceballs, go back and listen to it because Please welcome my favorite episode. Previous guest, uh, Kalamazoo area comedian, uh, Mr. David Steves is with us, everybody. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Is. What's up, Epahoes? Yeah. yeah, he's also a fan, so that <laughs> yeah. makes us happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just waiting until he could come back on again. Well, now that he's back on a second time, he's going to drop us in the dust. That's no. all. No. <laughs> no, he no, won't. I'm going to keep my passive aggressiveness of like, hey, guys, want to do this movie? <laughs> no. But, I mean, honestly, I always complain. Like, I was always like, oh, man, they never had me back on. But I, mean, you really select really outstanding guests. Thank like, you. it really matches very well with the movie. So, <laughs> like, I was so pissed off that Chris Karpinski got stripes. And I was like, that son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah we actually, th- I, I think we considered you for that one for sure. For sure. Yeah. But he was really good. Well, I <laughs> so, think, too, that was an age thing. Like, yeah. I mean, with Chris Karpinski, you're not going to do like American Pie or anything. Joe Dirt. <laughs> mean Girls. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Oh, poor, poor Bill with uh, Bill Morrison with Joe Dirt was like, I don't know anything about <laughs> this movie at all. I, that one, yeah. Don't go back and listen to well, that one i like that one. Oh, that okay right. okay <laughs> anyhow there, there were several things that we discovered your first time around on this david we okay. we found out that i consistently called you dave when you prefer to be called david 
Is that? Uh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to you? Okay. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Because I went back and listened to it for a while, and I was like, oh, I should stop doing that. But uh, also, this is, we found out the first time that uh, Mandy found people having sex in the wild at M89 Cinemas. Yes, yes. And I she did. ruined the career and life of a, of a, a, a football coach. Of a football coach. Yep, so. <laughs> it was not his wife in the, in the car next to mine during... Um, it was, uh, um, there's something about Mary. Yeah. You went and saw that. I movie. came out and yeah, yeah scarred for life. It was just, uh, I just saw ass and then no ass and then ass again and then no ass. Yep. And, and I've and been to M89 since then yep. and they've really cleaned the place up. For uh, sure. No <laughs> asses whatsoever. <laughs> right. That I That's saw. good. And the last time we recorded, you had a totally different vehicle. Like you were talking about having a Ford Fiesta. Yeah. Now, now that's gone, right? That is no. gone. The party is left. <laughs> <laughs> no Fiesta. Uh, no Fiesta. Got a nice new car that I can travel and do comedy in. So. Right. Nice. Very good. Very poor, good. Poor, poor Matt had a live in the fiesta on the on our way to Ohio. <laughs> hey man, it's better than walking. That's all we need to know. That's true. But, all, right, all right. So let's find out, David, how long has it been since you saw this movie before we made you watch it for the podcast? I've actually never seen Red Dawn. <laughs> okay. Neither the new that one or crazy. the old one? No, neither right. of them. Okay. Yeah. So uh, and it was funny because I was actually talking to a, a guy who was alumni from my college today mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, we're doing this podcast on Red Dawn. He's like, oh my God, I love that movie. I was like, yes. don't watch it again. No, I, <laughs> th- that was almost a verbatim, the conversation I had at lunch at work today. Really? Yes. I was like, oh, we're doing the podcast on Red Dawn. Oh my God, I love that movie uh, so much. And I'm like, have you seen it lately? Yeah, right. <laughs> no? Well, you should go rewatch it. Oh, don't ruin it. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like this movie has that polarizing effect though. You either absolutely love this movie or you just either never it never got in the wheelhouse you never saw it you never found the movie or you just absolutely hate it i think for the time okay for me this this movie is like the nirvana of movies Mm -hmm. because nirvana was freaking amazing when they came out Uh because you didn't hear other music now if you go back and listen to nirvana's music i I, and i'm probably gonna get a bunch of people pissed off at me but they're super overrated. Okay. They're I'm not gonna, that great. I'm going to go ahead Ouch. and disagree with you there. I, feel I will the also only, disagree with you on that one. <laughs> the I, only thing that I could equate this movie to is that I wished that its girlfriend would have shot it uh, in, in the, the head. head. Yeah. But, <laughs> but this movie. I just. This movie needs to but go. I, I think that it was because for its time, it was the most violent movie that had come out. Um, it had a bunch of huge stars in it. Yeah. Um, definitely some lady boners in this. <laughs> if you could see. Their bodies, but you can't because they're covered up all the time because it was fucking cold as balls. They're, they're covered right. up with just sticks and twigs at certain scenes where they're just. Yeah. yeah no, it great. was the cold uh, at that gotta point. Got to sneak up on a deer, so I've got to duct tape some twigs to my forehead. <laughs> at that, po- at the, at the <laughs> so point stupid. in 1984 when this movie was filmed, it, w- it had been the coldest movie filmed at, like ever. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, expensive. not like I mean, not like home videos done in like the Arctic, <laughs> but like yes, it, it it was like 30 degrees below zero. Um and Patrick Swayze got frostbite. Jesus, and and I love not the, worth it. No, in the article that I read where it said he got frostbite, I'm pretty sure it was foreign because it said frostnip. Okay, well, actually, know, that's a, is that's there a difference? No, well, it's, I just it's think it's a lesser thing. degree of frostbite too. I, okay, because I don't I, like because frostbite will like fuck your day up. Like, well, frostbite is actually when your skin turns like yellow black? and waxy. Oh, yellow and waxy. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
So oh, when, okay, so we need to establish you were in the military. I was were for nine you, years. Were you in ever in a cold area of the mil- when you were in the military? Afghanistan gets very cold in the winter. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's something I did not know. I just assumed it was like you had sweaty balls the whole time you were there. Well, when I went to Iraq, I didn't. Re- so I didn't. Really I mean, I have climate. sweaty balls no matter what the weather, <laughs> honestly, if you're going to. Me too. Yeah. Well, when I went to Iraq, I, I was I, I thought that was mostly going to be desert. Yeah. And then when we showed up there in about February, there was snow. And I was like, well, this is bullshit. <laughs> that is. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that blows my mind. Yeah, I would have never too. imagined that being the case. Well, when I was in Afghanistan, though, I was in the mountains, uh-huh, uh, right okay. on the border of Afghanistan and Pakistan. Okay, and so that's a that's a area that's pretty similar to our climate here in Michigan. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that. I had no idea. And is that desirable? I mean, would you prefer like were people like, yeah, I wish I was there instead of like out in the the deserty part? I don't know. Like, is there? I just assume it's the desert. Yeah, I prefer the mountains over the. So there's parts of Afghanistan that are desert. Like as you get closer to Iran, it does start to even out. But the borderlands between Afghanistan and Pakistan uh-huh. are very mountainous. Okay, and so that's why I really like this movie where it showed all the mountains. Mm-hmm. You know, in Colorado, and I was like, yeah. I mean, you can. It's perfect for guerrilla warfare. Sure. Yeah, yeah. you would have thought it was Colorado, but it was actually Las Vegas and New Mexico. That mostly. makes sense. The Las Vegas desert and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, some they must have yeah. been areas. sweating their balls off. Uh, yeah, well, no. They were 30 freezing. Degrees below zero. They were freezing <laughs> the entire time. Um, it was, yeah. So this is a kind of war-ish movie, right? It's a, w- what would have happened, whatever, you know. I mean, if you're fighting wars with your friends from high school. Yeah, sure. Do I mean, you I have know. do you have a favorite like do you, do you consume that kind of uh, entertainment at all being part of it? Does that is it that sort of deal where like I do this for work, I don't want to do it at home, like I don't want to watch movies about war or about the military Well, he's or an about HR whatever. now. So yeah. there's a huge difference. <laughs> I just mean like <laughs> <laughs> that you just didn't want to deal with that, or do you like what? Basically, what is your favorite uh, military-themed or war movie? Yeah, so there, I actually have one for almost every um, war. War, uh-huh. really. okay. And so, like, um, my my favorite all time has got to be Saving Private Ryan. Okay, I, I just think it really encompasses a lot of the 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 haze and the confusion, and um, it helps that I'm airborne as well because I jumped out of airplanes. Sure. Which why the first scene in this movie freaking got me oh, so psyched. Yes, I was speak- like hell from above. You <laughs> okay, know. Okay, <laughs> so my very first fun fact, I have to say this. Um, by the way, in the towns that they did this, like it's like no one notified the towns that they were going to have like militarized. <laughs> oh, like, they looking, freaked out. They completely freaked out. Hell yeah, so, I would. Five, so five out of the thirty six paratroopers got blown away, like blown into the Absolutely. wrong places. One of them got stuck in a tree and he had to convince locals that he was not actually <laughs> an enemy soldier. Don't shoot. So technically he should have had his he should have had his knife on him to cut himself down. <laughs> well he's not really it's an, all rubber. Um, like it's just props. Oh. <laughs> yeah he's an actor. Yeah. Oh so they didn't use like a military unit? They did the only military I think they actually used was when they were training. Like they actually had extensive um uh green berets trained them for eight weeks prior to this. It's like a that little boot sense. camp. Um, but yeah, no, these people, I, I mean, I'm sure that they were like parachuters, Yeah. but they probably were not military we, people. We prefer the term paratroopers. Okay. <laughs> they weren't paratroopers though. <laughs> they were parachuters. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fair. Yeah. But did it say where they did their training at for their eight weeks? Um, it didn't, it team? just said, it just said, is that what Green Berets are? Special forces? Yes. Okay. Yes, they are synonymous. Uh, they, they are the exact same thing. So know. there is a, there is a uh, spot where they do uh, special forces training. And they actually do it. It's called Robin Sage. And it's about an eight-week 
six to eight week program where special forces get like uh, civilians or my college used to send a whole bunch of freshmen there and they're the indigenous force. And so when you come in, you have to get them to build you a house or make water, you know, weird, all sorts of things. And so it prepares the special forces guys to go into, you know, these these countries where they can't really speak the language and to barter and trade and give them what they need so that they can so that they can train foreign forces i think this in particular was mostly like weapons trainings because okay. they wanted to they make it seem like they'd been there before yes. yeah like you like these guys clearly uh matt and what's his character name swayze's character name jed jed that's it uh had been grown you know they grew up in the mountains mm-hmm. supposedly they're they're their I have to grandparents say, and parents raised them that way. Jennifer Grey shoots her first, I don't know if it was a Cuban or a Russian, uh-huh. and she just like points the gun all shitty and, and all shoots. Like, that and was so around. realistic yeah. to me because that is exactly how I would shoot a fucking gun sure. like that. Especially in like a in like a panic situation. I wouldn't like butt it up to my shoulder or whatever you're supposed to do. So, I would just literally aim. I'd probably end up knocking myself out. Yeah. So we, we call that the spray and pray. <laughs> like sure. you just... You know, compress that trigger and just hope for the best. Right? <laughs> and that's what she did. And I thought I'm like, and I didn't even know like if that was a mistake, but it looked like really super real. Super real. Sorry. And it showed what, how much they grew as far as like their weapons training. So I, I really like that you mentioned that because in the beginning you can tell there's a lot of blinking. There's a lot of their face moving back from the weapon. And then as they moved on, as they became more familiar, more ambushes and things like that, you could tell like the buttstock settled into the shoulder. Yes. There wasn't as much face movement. I was like, oh, I could see. And I. I was actually kind of appreciative of that, like, huh. the art form. Yeah, they're like getting the hang of this nonsense. Um, yeah. Leah Thompson, who um, was another girl uh, that was in it. I don't even know I what her name I hate her in this movie, and okay. she's still adorable. I, I understand. I am in love Amen. with Leah Thompson. So I have, I have two things to say. One is that she loved this movie, okay. loved filming it more than any other movie she ever did, because really? she loves fight, firing guns. Huh. And more she than got, Back to the Future. And she, well, no, because she didn't have to fire guns sure, in that movie. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and also, there is supposed, there was a love scene filmed between her and Andy. It was so thin. Between the colonel, yes. There. Oh, and that was they the creepiest. W- they freaking. Yeah, moment. but the thing is, they cut that out because they should have. Be- <laughs> yeah, and it was. They they had a love scene between her and him, and they cut it out because people felt it was uncomfortable because of the age difference. Well, we don't necessarily know how old they were, right? This movie was missing sex. Yeah. And there were two love triangle, like or not love triangles. Um, Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey, their yep. characters. And then was Maddie pissed off at her for going after the Colonel? Like was that maybe? Because they don't... at one point when they're playing the football game, he gets real pissy oh, with them. The football game. But if the they would have showed the two of them having sex, it would have made his death <laughs> so much more like emotional. Because she was like, "I'll never love again." I know that came out of the <laughs> that came out, out, out of nowhere. nowhere. Just like, who are you? Like. And, like, it made it seem like she was 12 and she just fell in love with her dad. But like, he was the, married. Yeah, yeah but he even says he's he married. He doesn't even know if his wife is still alive. Right. No, but and, she goes, how old's your wife? He goes, uh, 80. <laughs> Let's yeah. get it on. Like, creep ass <laughs> motherfucker. I he felt was like he was, his distance, yeah, he, sure. I really felt like she was push, putting it on pretty strong and he was like, no, 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 no. And, as a, as a female, like with the, like, I don't know, like the older male, like you're the only one that's there. Yeah. That's sexy. Like sure. that would have been sexy to yeah, me. Yeah. You're well, surrounded by a bunch of teenage hotties and you're going after the well, old Well, I don't know about is. that. Her alternative <laughs> is Danny, who's 15, 
right? right. Oh. And then the the leader of the school council or student council, <laughs> fuckface. I vote we give up immediately. Everyone right. with me? No? All right. And you shot a deer. Like, how could you shoot a deer? Because we're fucking starving, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, all the food's gone except all of the, the deer olives. we've killed. And olives. Yeah. Okay, you know what? You eat the olives. We'll eat the meat. We'll see who survives right. longer. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he gave up. Like, <laughs> Careful. As, Careful as, of the artar oh, word. Hey, he. this movie's from the 90s. We're allowed Our, to do whatever we want. It's from the 80s. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he, he like legitimately says, well, as student body president i vote that i was like get the fuck out of here politician right like, yeah. honestly no you I, can go immediately you can leave andy like his name is powers booth yes um r.i.p by the way because uh, he passed away actually from pancreatic cancer same uh, as patrick swayze oh damn rips to oh, swayze, no. rips, to swayze. Yeah. Rips, rips to booth, booth. <laughs> um he was hot and i don't know if it was his his flight suit i don't know what the deal was but was his passive aggressiveness it's very possible <laughs> and yeah but he was supposed to be more of a hero and he didn't like his role mm-hmm. in this movie by the way the fact i hated this movie i could barely watch it okay. but i know everything about it because <laughs> i had to research it sure and he was i think he was probably my favorite character well okay really? let's let's i guess set the scene for us anyway so there's uh patrick swayze's older older brother he's no longer in school i'm guessing because he's dropping his younger brother off. Although he speaks like he has never gone to school ever. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> they live in the mountains of Colorado, you know. <laughs> he was named after... I feel like that's an insult to everyone that Jed lives in Smith. Colorado. Well, we don't get very many listeners from Colorado. I think we'll be okay. <laughs> Matt researched that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Before I took my digs, I wanted to make sure. And it's not like Swayze is going to come over and yell at me, so... <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, So they start their school day and they're in class and then a bunch of people come raining down uh, in uh, parachutes. Nobody knows what the hell's happening. And we have the scene where Mr. Tisdale Mm -hmm. uh, goes outside to see what's up. But we get this first. Oh, you mean the only black guy in the movie? Uh, No, there's a couple. There's a. I I mean, other than the enemy. Yeah. But I mean, well, whatever. Uh, And he (laughs) was in the movie uh, Batteries Not Included. I knew I knew him. And I love him in that movie. He's very like, he's very big and dim-witted in that movie. And he just really enjoys the little robots, the little flying saucer guys. I love, we need to do that movie. We should. Um, But yeah, we get this scene from him. Now, the great hunt would always begin with the army spread out in a semicircle. Foreshadowing, would save up right? The size of Rhode <laughs> Same with the, like, the very end of the movie, forward, too, when he's like the last person alive, yeah. beast, be allowed men, to live. Even bugs. Now, the ends would kind of close in to form a shrinking circle, and everything within that circle panicked to get out. So when the Mongols could see each other, they had worked themselves up into a pretty good frenzy. And when this killing Stupid story, Mongolians. Pretty good frenzy. Knock down my shitty wall. All right, so I got in trouble for saying retard, and you can do that. <laughs> I'm quoting. Retard, so am I. Retard came right from your own mouth. From my heart. I just love how none of the kids are paying attention to him. No. And they're like, this is really relevant information <laughs> for what you're about to go through. They could have survived, yeah. Go free. And then we get a real heavy turn. Real quick in this movie, I do appreciate that. Like um, absolutely. So whatever, yeah. Matt. When was the last time you watched? This oh movie? Jesus! Oh God! Decades ago. Okay. It's been twenty years. Yeah. Or more. Probably. Same. Yeah. Yeah. And but I used to have nightmares that were very similar to this movie. I watched this movie a lot uh, back when I did watch it. Uh-huh. I think this was one of the movies that we had on that weird flat disc machine thing that I talk about sometimes, mm-hmm. where you have to like 
slide it in and then take it out and put it upside down oh, the and put disc it back reader? in. The old school it, disc readers? Well, they were the, it like was almost it was like giant. a record, right? Not yeah. a record. Like it, you couldn't see the circle of it. It was weird. It was like it was in this weird sleeve. Okay. And you had to push the sleeve into the machine and then pull the sleeve back out and the weird disc would stay in. Like it was like a weird ass I think I remember those. record machine thing and they were I don't know what the hell they're called. I should really figure out what those are called. <laughs> Um, but it's so much fun to hear you talk about <laughs> right, it and not yeah. know what it's called. Because it's not a laser. Everyone's like, oh, laser hey, disc. Epahose, if you know what this is called, yeah, just send me a link. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Educate I, us, will I you? I think my brother has one in his basement. I was going to say, better yet, send one to Matt. Yeah, just give me the machine <laughs> and the whole thing. It'll be great. Um, but yeah, we used to watch the shit out of these because we only had a, a limited selection of those because it's not like you could run down to Blockbuster and rent more of these. I guess. They were literally like. A, like a foot and a half by like a foot wide. Like they were huge things and they took up a lot of real estate. So, so when you watched this movie, did it scare you about being taken over by foreign countries? I think it was before that would have mattered. Okay. Like it was in that sweet spot of like, I don't care why this is happening. I just see these younger people shooting stuff and it's exciting for me. It's like, a, okay. you know what I mean? And it, it was apparently bef- I was smarter than you. It was before I realized that like <laughs> terrible nonsense was possible, like that that could maybe happen to me at all. I I literally had nightmares about being at school and okay. have and also there's a movie called Toy Soldiers that's very similar. And um, but yeah, I used to, and it's a, it was recurring that huh. we would get taken over, and we'd have I'd have to like fight the Russians, nice or you know, and this is so like anti-Soviet, yeah. Like I get oh. it, it's 1984, and sure. we, the Cuban Missile Crisis hadn't happened that long ago, the Cold War, but really, like, did you have to like I don't know, it was just pretty shitty. Well, like it's, it's a lot of anti-communism rhetoric right yeah i mean so you had top gun that came out a little while after like, this which is very anti-communist I think top, top right? gun did it come out in 83 oh did uh, it come out earlier i'm sorry i, I don't know. know i feel like top gun was later but maybe I don't know. 86 um yeah i feel like this movie is like a training video for like yeah anti-russian yeah, I just feel like this is like, well, this is going to happen, so watch this movie and find well, out what to and do. And it's it seems so real because at the end she's like, and the the World War Three ended just like wars. Oh, do you have the clip of no, it? No, no, no. And no. I mean, you know, yes, as, but as we'll get wars to that later. do, and then it's just seen. And she's like, and they wrote their names up on here, and now there's like this plaque. So like as a kid, I'm like, holy fucking shit, this actually happened. Now like we have to be worried about being like overtaken as a mm. country. I don't know. So I never had that. So my dad was in the military as well. Okay. And so he was in for about 37 years. And so he was pretty pretty forthright with where we stood as like a national power and how we're there to help and not hurt. Did it ever, that. like, where, did you live here your whole life? No, I, I'm actually from upstate New York. Okay. So here you're like central between like Chicago and Detroit. And then you have the Kellogg thing where that can actually be <laughs> um, converted to make like missiles. So where we're at, like right now. And aren't there like uh, several nuclear plants within like... Well, yeah, Palisades is close, and then, but we are like, like I watched a documentary, and I shouldn't have when I was like, <laughs> yeah. like twelve or thirteen. We're, we're like strategically like, located. Yeah, we the- are strategically located. If you were going to use like a nuclear missile to take out, especially Kellogg, because they they are easily converted into like a missile making to be weaponized for making yes. bullets and shit. So yeah. like, I would lay in bed at night, and I'd see like a plane go like through my window, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, that's the one that's going to drop the bomb. Rough. So with our air defense systems, though, and our air defense capabilities, <laughs> like it is really hard for anything to really breach our coasts. Yeah. So I'd focus in more on the coast. So 9-11 went at New York. Yeah. And D.C. 
a very eastern coastal yeah, area. So yeah, I mean, that sure. is a more not well, to say dad, that I don't love the Midwest. My, <laughs> when I was little, my dad put wax on paper that you wrapped hamburgers in. So there wasn't anything that like there was no no way that he could explain that to me, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so I mean, it is strange I, that they picked the center of the country to go after. Like, so that was the other thing that really oh, pissed yes. me off. I was like, there is no strategic freaking relevance <laughs> to the middle of well, freaking nowhere, Colorado. I was like, look at the ports. Why isn't this in San Diego, New York? How are they not coming up through Mexico? And I know they explain it. Little, they didn't explain it well enough. No. Right, all right. Here's how uh, the Colonel Andrews explains the invasion here. Perfect. First wave of the attack. Came in disguised as commercial charter flights, same way they did in Afghanistan in 80. Only they were crack airborne outfits. Now they took these passes in the Rockies. And he's so an Air Force guy. What the hell does he know? Yeah. So they coordinated with And when did he get all this information, too? I mean, like. We thought they took out the silos here in the Dakotas. Well, he would get briefed. Yeah, he was late to the game. A lot of the Air Force guys just. I guess this had been going Washington, on for quite a while before he got Gone? taken down. Yeah. True. Yeah, they were That's out of food. Right. Infiltrators came up illegal from Mexico. Fucking illegals. Cubans mostly. <laughs> oh my God! Shut your fucking mouth. Sack bases in the Midwest. We love illegals. <laughs> Build that wall. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, you think that would have stopped the paratroopers? I'm pretty sure that this movie just shows you Trump's wall is fucking stupid. How far did they get? Cheyenne crossed to Kansas. We held them at the Rockies and at the Mississippi. Yeah, they decided to go toward the natural, like the natural uh, stopping points. Like, yeah. <laughs> of course, they're not going to make it through. I don't know. It's yeah, it is dumb. Why they decided to go that route, and I don't know. Did you uh, notice who they said were our allies to this whole thing? Because it shows all like all these communist countries like falling and, and becoming one major power, right, like yeah. from and Colombia. Even China was helping us, but what was left? He said of them. China was our. <laughs> In yes. ally. I was like, the largest communist country in the world is defending <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> When well, Nike yeah, but, really came yeah, through. Yeah, when he talked about how many were left, it made you think that they had been attacked. Oh, prior half to, of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah, like he threw his like whiskey on the fire and a big fireball happened. I was like, oh, they got nuked. Like that's clearly <laughs> like something bad happened to half of China. Yeah. So honestly, you got to give it up for this cinematic approach to yeah, that. Like that sure. was that was a good okay. part of the movie. Yeah. And not only that, but the all of the explosions and there were a shit ton of explosions in this movie none of them were done on like a miniature scale everything (laughs) was exactly the way that it was there were no computer graphic effects um there were no miniatures like usually they'll use like oh here's a little toy you know oh you know oh my god (laughs) you know like that was none of that it was all like completely real yeah and i think that that is something like i i learned that and then i forced myself to watch this like and i just fast forwarded through the parts that i knew i hated yeah which was most of the movie but when there would be an explosion i was imagine like, pulling clips from this fucking movie where half of its explosions and the rest of it's the other half is foreign languages with subtitles yes. so clearly that's not no. going to translate well and then the rest of it is just a half-ass a panned out <laughs> love story uh, two <laughs> boys who grew up in the mountains trying to yeah. jabber at each other. And that when they talk to each other, it's like one of them says something, and it's like as if the other one was deaf and didn't hear it, and then they say something that means that says not no, like has nothing it has to nothing it. to do with my it. favorite I just scene. Gave it the Charlie Fe- Sheen factor. Right? Oh, <laughs> like, this was his. I don't film, think he was all there. This was his film debut. Okay. Oh wow. Yes. I want to play this clip. Yes. It is uh, Charlie Sheen talks about mountains. It's way into the movie. It's an hour and sixteen minutes deep here, but it's one of my favorite parts of the movie. You should get some sleep. 
It's getting late. I'm okay. <laughs> I love that you didn't cut out the pauses. I think I did in some of it. <laughs> it's kind of strange, isn't it? I just left that one in because I'm like, no this attention is at all. Mountains pay us no attention at all. You laugh or you cry. Yeah, the, they tried to throw some poetry in there. Uh, yeah, who... This yeah. man would never say this in real life. Should have never given this to Charlie Sheen. <laughs> it was bound to happen sooner or later. You're getting pretty lean on feelings, aren't you? Getting oh my pretty God. lean on feelings, aren't you? Even they throw football better than this. <laughs> and why are they Southern? They're in Colorado. <laughs> I was talking to the group, Jed. It says Doesn't his name for no reason. Talk about Quentin. Seem like they lost stomach for it. Except for Robert. I feel like Charlie Sheen thinks this is a Western. Yeah. I also don't know who any of them are, by the way. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you said that because I feel like I am a horrible person for not knowing. I watched this movie twice. I don't know who Robert is. Okay, Robert. That's the colonel, right? No, Robert is um, C. Thomas Howell, who I love. Is C. Thomas Howell the guy who looked like Pee Wee from uh, from Porky's? No. Who's the kid that looked like Pee Wee from Porky's with a hat and the the, um, headphones? Uh, Darren Dalton. He played Daryl. Okay. Maybe that was him. Um, But no, C. Thomas Howell is, he was an Outsiders. Actually, it's funny. Yes. Yes. And I love him. He um, actually, him. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Back up for a minute. Who is he? The student council president guy? No, 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 no. no. He's the one that at the end shoots at the. He's the one that at the end that just for yeah. no reason screams Wolverine, Wolverine and shoots at the fucking helicopter. Yeah, right, sure. which is because he basically wants to die. I'm pretty. It's like sure. shooting a BB gun at a train. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> but um, he had a huge character character transformation yes. through this. Yeah, where he because was like really scared dies. and alone. And then when his dad dies, who was the uh, the store owner? Yes. And then in, he drinks the blood of the deer. Oh, that's the. That's him right there, right? Yes. We're going to the mountains. We're getting out of here. Who are they in here as you can tell? I heard some of them speaking Spanish, Mr. Morris. Did you see any of them? With Spain? With Spain? Did anybody get confused with the Russians and the Spanish? Yeah, I was like, I don't know who's who. Yes. And I thought... Hold on. Just listen to the list of shit that they're... Right now, come on. Sleeping bags and food. Is this a real weird delivery? I love that they forget water. Yeah. <laughs> um, seriously? Like, they get out there and then he has to piss in the radiator they because do. they didn't bring any water. They do bring purification tablets, though, they, I guess. They have 17 cases of Coca-Cola. <laughs> and all of that would have been gone by the time. Although, in 1984, how much bottled water do you think that there was in a store like that? Probably not much. By the time they point. got the truck into the woods after leaping over all of those ruts in the road and ditches <laughs> they drove through, like, I can't believe a single one of the boys lasted in the truck, let alone... Oh, my God! They I know! They flipped out of the back of that how truck. not just popcorn? Did you bounce yes, out? Yeah. Absolutely. I was waiting for him to lose three of them um, to so, the Russians. So, C. Thomas Howell is... That's the... He, him, Patrick Swayze, and Darren Dalton, who's the one that you said looked like um, the the guy from Porky's. Pee-wee from Porky's, yeah. Um, they were all in Outsiders together. Yes. Okay. I, I recognized all of them. And um, C. Thomas Howell is the only... He used to be a... Like, he used to be a... Um, a, a rodeo person. So he's the only one that I, I don't know what do you call like cowboy. Like, like I don't a know cowboy or a clown. No, like an actual like he rode rodeo horses. Okay, uh, he was a rodeo person? cowboy. I guess. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Um, but he so he had to teach the rest of them how to like ride, ride horse. horses. Yeah. Yes. So that is weird that you'd have to be like taught that. I mean, but I guess it's got a learning curve to um, it. For do sure. you know how to ride a horse? Not at all. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm. I just would have never thought that that would have been. They all looked like pretty. 
knowledgeable riders. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, those two were born in the mountains. So and also, and they killed them a bear when they were only three. <laughs> so with a loose leaf notebook. <laughs> um. No. Hey, hold on. I do want to get. Uh, I want to play the clip of everyone listening to a fifteen-year-old piss into a radiator. Here. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. We got one problem. We don't have any water. Duh. How about pissing in it? <laughs> That's a good idea. Get up here. How Come on, get up here. <laughs> As the youngest guy to show his schlong to everybody. Yeah, no, good idea. My name's Danny, not, not kids. Stand up here in front of everyone. Um, Danny is the only one that survives, so yeah. everyone can. Well, Leah Thompson. That's a really good. Well, thing. him and her, but yeah. So, um, Charlie Sheen and Jennifer Grey were in Ferris Bueller, which we did. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze were in Dirty, Dirty Dancing, Dancing, which mm-hmm. we did. Yes. So. Out of the three movies that she has ever done in her entire life, we've had them on this podcast. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she's been in something else, but really? Jennifer Grey, is that what yeah. you're talking about? Does yeah. anybody know what that is? Other than like no the idea. weird sitcoms uh, that she did after yeah. she fixed her nose? Yeah, when people stopped calling her because she doesn't look like Jennifer Grey anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. They said that, um, so I was watching, there, there's a Netflix documentary on like the movies. Uh-huh. Kind of what you guys, they stole your ideas. So uh-huh. I, one, I hope you can sue them. Uh, now that I brought it to your it's attention. already started, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they brought up Jennifer Grey and Dirty Dancing and Patrick Swayze because that happened after Red Dawn. Yes. And she said anybody but Patrick Swayze. Yes. For Dirty Dancing. And the re- do you know the reason why? I have no clue. So um, the director, would he literally would give instructions and he would give them to Patrick Swayze to give out to everyone. And that caused a lot of issues, but Swayze was very experienced compared to all these other like kids. So Jennifer Grey in particular was like, don't order me around, fucker. Huh. Like, I hate this guy. And then they had to be love interests. But then when um, he did say that when they had to play the part where she's dying and right. they, and he's talking to her, which I have, that's probably the best acting in the entire movie. Yeah. And best booby trap. <laughs> exactly give me your brilliant. grenade give me your well, grenade when she said give me your grenade i was like that's a waste of a grenade yeah like i knew she was well actually i so i thought she was going to be alive when the person came oh, up for sure her. yeah and get like that but one last one liner like yeah like and then yeah. let, let the pin go but it was actually she was face down so she had to let the pin go beforehand or like just lay on, yeah, lay on top turn of over it. and just lay on top of it so she must have felt like she was dying well, it's a good fucking thing that one of their friends weren't like oh my god and then yeah. like went to go like grab her <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought that she did a good job and that was very emotional again it would have been fucking better if they would have shown the love interest between the two of them yeah beforehand which all they, they got didn't. was all we got between those two was the weird orange squeeze over his head yes thing, where she's like was, messing with him right which was like super playful but like first of all don't go get a box full of food that falls off of oh a, my God. In a the middle, Russian it's truck. So I was open. Like, they poison that? Yes. Movie yes. done. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Also, on top of that, if you are stupid enough to go get a box full of food that fell off of a truck, maybe just send one of you. One. Not the whole group. All the horses, well, so the reds, everybody else. Just so when you do send somebody like that, like it, it's funny because when they say when you have a, like a nuclear or biological attack, the first person to take off their mask is the lowest ranking private. Yeah, and they sent her. She's the canary. Yeah, she's yeah, the can- yeah basically. And they send her, and she's like, everything's okay. Yeah, you know. Well, and, if uh, she would have died happy eating that cinnabon or whatever. <laughs> sure. She was like, <laughs> no, but I mean, th- this movie, like, I-, I forgot how bad '80s movies like marginalized women. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like well, the fewest yeah, lines. Yeah. Well, and when they get pissed off, uh, it's the dumbest argument ever. What you said was wrong. Oh my god! I can't. Do even, you have that? Clip? I do. But beforehand, I want to play this clip that gets them into the movie at all. So they don't show up into the movie until a half hour in, 
And to get them into the film, they all kind of go back into town. The the, the boys yes. that went up in the mountains go back into the town oh for my info gosh. Did you, and food. Do you have any clips of them talking to the father? Oh, jeez. Behind the fence because so, it's I fucking do. horrible. I do, yes. But listen, it's the worst they go back to Mr. Mr. Mason's house and Mr. Mason says, you boys look like you could use something to stay warm. And he gives them a, like a uh, fat, liquor. a fat <laughs> bottle of booze and then says, oh, by the way, have here some- have my granddaughters. Yeah. Like you get them liquored After up. After he and, talks about like yeah, the Russians trying try to, to have, have their way with them. So instead, I'll send them up to the mountains with six teenage boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's you safe. Boys listen to me. Don't go to Calumet no more. How come? Because there's been some attacks up people... Waking up with their throats cut where it has is it's you. Um, I on, I'll play more of that in a second, but I honestly thought that was the guy who was the um, in City Slickers was the guy who ran the ranch. Oh yeah, oh. he sounds so much like that guy, but it's it's not that guy. No. What happened to my dad and mom? Your dad is dead, Robert. Turning Shot. point. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that broke his brain. Guns missing, so they. Shot him I mean, grills. that's something that they had to be prepared for. Oh, yeah. I mean, Everyone is going to be body. dead, yeah. And we just took the stuff. <laughs> Good delivery. Well, no in shit. a way, though, it's really sad <laughs> because he's dead because of that. You boys yeah. listen to me and let that burn in real good. I don't know where your mother is, Robert. I ain't got nobody now. <laughs> Why are they all food, talking the like they're fucking idiots? <laughs> I, I ain't got no brother. The schooling up there in Colorado. My granddaughters. They spent two days sneaking here. Sons of bitches tried having their way with them. Tony, Erica, this is Matt and Jed Eckert. They're going to take care of you. And I don't want to know where they're going. Okay. <sighs> So that leads me to believe that during this conversation, it's bringing up something that actually did happen. Yes, because she doesn't want to talk. And because it says, like, shove Great it up point. your ass. And she's yes, like, and don't she's you like, dare talk about well, my and ass. So I'm guessing she was sodomized. Yeah, I believe so. So hold on. This is yes, I never even thought about that. Yes, I thought the same thing. Don't you make yourself useful? You wash it. You're never doing your washing again. Me and her is as good as any of you. <laughs> so what's up your ass? Oh, a little touchy there. Hear me? You say that again, I'll kill you. Hear me? So what did I do? What you said was wrong. I never noticed that until both of you said it. That was the first thing I thought was she got sodomized. Yeah, that's kind of like a PTSD moment for sure. Yeah. It flashes like it was in the deleted scenes, though. I've no. had, yeah, I've had PTSD about that too. It's all right. Um, Woof. This was the first movie with a PG thirteen rating. Yep. Yep. Wow. Uh, pushed for by Spielberg, wanted uh, a rating between yes R and PG. a lot of violence. Well, he got in trouble. He got so much violence. People got pissed off at him for Gremlins and for uh, Indiana Jones. They were like, okay. this is too violent for a, to be marketed as a kid's film. They were straight up saying, like, bring your kids. This is the greatest. And then there were, like, you know, people getting their heart ripped out of their chest. and That's or, an issue. Or, like, yeah. weird gremlins bleeding, uh, shooting blood all over the kitchen in That's a blender. And just, like, it was just too violent. And then this movie clearly needed something. Yes. It to, was super violent. Yeah. Yes. And, and they did, I mean, they had, like, the moment where they have to shoot their friend. Mm-hmm. And they and um, you mean the traitor? Ro- yes. Okay, so he's a traitor. 
Um, he was tortured and forced to swallow the and thing. How he forced went, was he? And he went down to town when he shouldn't have, just because he told him he couldn't. If, if you're a true, if you're a true believer to the cause, and you knew you ingested something that would kill the rest of your friends, mm. what do you do? Oh yeah, I, I don't go back. Up. Yeah, you well, don't go home. You don't go. Yeah, <laughs> come yeah, on. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm a wussy. Mm. Like I would 100% not I, I I would rather just die. He had to believe that they were going to let him live is the thing. Like that's the only way to justify yeah, that. Yeah, I suppose. So I, I debate talking about this, but like so when we were in Iraq and Afghanistan and we we talked No, don't debate. Do it up. We <laughs> want some controversy up in this shit. Well, no, believe so it. The, 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 <laughs> the whole thing. If this doesn't make it, you know why. <laughs> no, but I so like so that was when they were like grabbing contractors and grabbing you know bull bird like all that stuff and so like we had standing orders and i was like hey if i get freaking captured or taken you shoot, shoot you shoot me. well yeah because yeah. torture Mm-mm. uh-uh no Mm-mm. i can't handle torture i would tell you literally before you even like clipped one fingernail i'd be like what do you want to know yeah i will tell you anything and that's kind of how jennifer gray was when she's like yeah you know, I, I will tell they'll make me talk. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. You're and, hovering. What do you well, got? Well, you would you would end up uh, like Mr. Harry Dean Stanton here. I was tough on both of you. I did things that made you <laughs> made you hate me sometimes. So bad. You understand now, don't you? What happened, Dad? Why are you here? What they do? I'm gonna make up for being a bad dad. <laughs> they maybe they weren't from Colorado. <laughs> maybe they they moved there later. When you used to go in the park and play. I used to put you on the swings. You never put them on swings. Not once. Them. Never one time ever. You worked in a factory every day and you never touched a swing. You made them drink fucking deer blood, you <laughs> crazy <laughs> asshole. You tell them, get your ass to the swings <laughs> so my man can have a good now. time. That's what you got to take care of each other now. <laughs> I'll never see you again, Dad. No, their mother never had a good time. I can guarantee you. Can't afford to be crying anymore now. I won't either one of you ever, ever cry for me They're again. not crying over you, Dick. They're crying over their dead mother. Right. And everything, just in general. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, Where's my dad? he just assumes. Oh, God. I don't know, son. Well, this is before yeah. he finds out that he's dead. Get out before they find you. This whole thing, the fact that I he even you. went down there I was love so you. Stupid. Okay. Sorry. Oh, just, I know. Just the fact that they're allowed too. to walk around the camp. Yeah. Yes. Like, no one's watching. No security, no... <laughs> Buddy checking who anybody no. is. How convenient. Right? They have all of their names. They know exactly right. who they're looking they for. They have pictures, but they are in the and mountains near the town, and they have a fire every day. They keep, every they, day. They keep coming in and out of yes. the town. Like, there are checkpoints <laughs> going in and out of the town. How are they not caught every damn time? So, I don't know. I had to listen to this more than I had. I was able to watch it, which really sucked because yeah, there was a lot of subtitles. And subtitles. <laughs> but... Every time, like, there were many times when Charlie Sheen would talk, and I would be like, oh, my God, he sounds like Emilio Estevez. Okay, yeah. Because they're brothers. They're brothers, <laughs> yes. And Emilio Estevez was originally cast as Jed, which would have been cool because they're okay. actually brothers. Sure. Um, I mean, I don't... I feel like Swayze's more rugged. Like, he's, yes. he's a little more believable as a mountain person. Well, I agree with that. and he ended up, like, basically, like, teaching all these kids, like... Yeah. This is how you act, basically, <laughs> and um, but Emilio couldn't do it because of other um filming. Well, well we all saw how Men at Work worked out, right? Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually haven't seen that movie in a long time, but oh. I remember watching it as a kid. I just remember, mostly I just remember the cover of the movie, like the like the, the garbage, trash, and then the, yeah. the weird yellow sign. Yeah. That's a, yeah. So, um, but that clip that you just played, uh-huh. 
And at the very end, he goes, avenge me. Yes. No, as parents, what, no. what would you say to your kids? Get Run. the hell out. Run. Right? Get, get away. Yes. Hold on. I did things that made you <laughs> Hold on. I got to get. I know you did, son. I love you, too. Boys! Avenge me! This is really... Whatever you do, draw more attention to your children outside right, of the fence. Exactly. Hey, you people that are free, <laughs> kill the people that are imprisoning well, me. And, what are and, you doing? And they're trying to sneak away, and he's like, oh, they're right there. They're yeah, right, right there. Uh-huh. Was, wasn't his dad the sheriff of the town, right? Because I think when Patrick says he was dropping him off at school, he was like, oh, I got to do a shift at the... I got to go back to the station. The station. But I, does that just mean the gas station? Because that's what I assume. I thought the police station. Oh, yeah. okay, and I maybe. thought their dad was the police chief. That makes sense because uh-huh. they, they took anyone who would have had <laughs> who would have been potential a, issues. Yes. And that, right. make, that makes sense. And they do go... Mm-hmm. No, no, that was a regular store. When they go to that store and they then that lady was like, I'm praying for y'all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so I, I, I feel proud of myself for bringing that tidbit. Yeah, did you that. guys... Okay, so did you guys understand the Wolverine reference? Oh, it was their high school, uh, their high school mascot. It was, and actually, this how this whole they talk about it screenplay when, was written. one of the parts that you weren't that you probably didn't watch because you couldn't read the subtitles. He was like, "No, he talked about it's it." It's the local, uh, the local sports. Uh, what are they? Team. Yeah. yeah, but he doesn't call it a team. It was like the squad or something <laughs> weird. He's like the, the <laughs> athletic squad or some weird so nonsense. So originally, this was supposed to be set in Fucking Michigan. Commies. What? No. Yes, okay. this whole movie was supposed to be set in Michigan. Wolverines. Um, it and be more relevant to geographic. The mascot strategic. and then the University of Michigan with the Wolverines. Oh, okay. Even though there's no Wolverines here, but yeah. whatever. And I remember a part in the movie where they had the uh, cold weather gear on. And so it's very symbolic that they had their Letterman jacket underneath that, which you wouldn't do because it'd have you overheat too quickly, sure. right? Especially when you're walking that far. But I think I think it was more symbolic than anything else that, like, when they stripped off the the uh, the white cold weather gear that had them blend in with the snow, that yep. they had the Wolverine jackets. Like, Where did oh. they get all that stuff? Is it because of people oh. they killed? Yeah, yes. they stole, they looted I, shit for okay. sure. Well, yeah. So it showed a lot of like uh, war crime, like uh, paraphernalia, and like keeping like hats and things like that yeah. well there's some strategic relevance to that but every time there was like a gunfight and everything like that the one thing that i would have done that they never did was grab their weapons, weapons first yes. and all their ammunition have they never played a video game have they <laughs> right uh, i mean Damn honestly it. you shoot the person you pick up the weapon well, I can't even imagine, contra touched on that a little bit I right know. i, I can't yes. imagine uh, uh call of duty atari was, was uh, <laughs> Um, how far into this are we? Should we take we a break? We are super far in, but before we get <laughs> to the I break, have to pee. I want I to listen. To pee. I want to listen to Borat talk to Jennifer Grey. Just <laughs> miss, maybe you speak at me for a minute. Too. Um, I'll be right back. Okay. You, you bring girlfriend. Yeah. Okay, I'll be right here. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> No success. You come back, maybe you'll be my wife. All right. I uh, never even we're gonna, put it together. We're gonna we're gonna take a break, but before we do, we always have to end it with uh, the first half with a little game that we play with all of our guests. And this time around, we got the theme song queued up, ready to go. Here it is. Chop this. Oh, coming chop in hot. This synopsis. What an angel. Chop this synopsis. Chop this. Chop this synopsis. All right. It is time to play Chop Chop the the Synopsis. synopsis. In this game, David, we'd like for you to take uh, the synopsis for the movie Red Dawn and chop it down to 10 words or less. 
So uh, figure out what you'd put on the back of a DVD or on the little snippet before you click on this film on uh, Amazon Prime. Make somebody watch it. Uh, it's going to be the greatest of all time. And we'll get your uh, synopsis, your 10 word or less synopsis when we come back after these mess or after the break. And we will be right back after, after these, these messages. messages. Hey, I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and this, this better, better be good. good. You know what it is. It's the weekly podcast where Garrett and myself, two professional comedians, review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it. And this is an ad for our podcast. It's true. You can find our podcast on all podcasting platforms. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. It's Stitcher. everywhere. Except for SoundCloud, because fuck SoundCloud. That's what we used to use, and now we use Anchor. Anchor's fantastic. You guys should check it out. It's true. Um, if you like movies and you like funny anecdotes, and we also talk about movie news, and we've got witty, great banter, download our podcast now. If you're listening to this podcast, odds are pretty good you'll like our podcast. It's true. We're incredibly funny, incredibly witty. I love Mike a whole lot. I don't know if he loves me as much as I love him. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, download our podcast wherever you uh, listen to podcasts, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Hey, I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and that, that was, was an ad. Good. Oh, okay. Well, that was clever. Yeah, well. Jamie, I need you to keep the dogs quiet. I'm recording a commercial for the Elemental Podcast, so can you keep them quiet during this recording of my commercial for the Elemental Podcast. I mean, I know the dogs bark a whole lot when we actually record the podcast on Mondays and Thursdays and during the Patreon on Saturdays. But during the commercial, we need the recording to be dog bark free. Can you do that for me, Jamie? Can you keep the dogs quiet during the recording of this commercial for the Elemental Podcast that people can listen to every Monday and Thursday and the Patreon on Saturday? Can you do that for me, Jamie? Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it. Chop this, chop this synopsis. And we're back. back. Oh, right. it's like an angel singing to <laughs> I love it. Go do whatever that said to do. Go listen to those podcasts. You know, uh, right now, Bob's podcast, which is probably going to be the ad that I dropped in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. The ad says that it ha- it's a weekly podcast, but right now it's like monthly. Yeah. <laughs> I really should have him... Uh, recut one of those until he's back on track yeah but again. if you haven't listened to it you can go back and listen to the previous sure, episodes yeah. and, and they're pretty good like i liked i really like the one that you were on oh okay. i love the ones that they have the other guest comedians yeah. on. they give a lot of really good information on like how to break into comedy how to re- mm-hmm. rewire your set and like sure. i i have found it very beneficial big there fan you go. all right yeah well, bob yeah. get out there and get it man yeah bob what the hell again <laughs> open up uh blanket <laughs> fort studios and get on the ball there <laughs> all right so we are back and it is time for the rousing conclusion of Chop the synopsis. So if you would, David, please regale us with your rousing conclusion of Chop the Synopsis and your ten word or less synopsis. So this is gonna be this is gonna be great because honestly, nobody else would ever watch this movie without this synopsis. So okay, here we I'm go. I'm gonna put Hollywood hunks take on commie bastards oh my to save America. I <laughs> love it. Then the explosions and yeah. Yeah, that's a, I love it. In a it's world. so true. Yeah. Although it's way too, they should do it's it. It's way better than what the movie is. It needs to be somewhere hot. And, and, and volleyball. It needs to be shirtless volleyball. Yes. And, yeah. that, like if they could do it in the desert. If they did shirtless football, would it work? Hey, I'd probably, well, I mean, yeah, I, I should let not, you answer that, I guess. Not in like the I cold. was way too eager to answer that question. That's like, oh, I'll take that one. He, yeah. was, he, he was thinking of shirtless Leah Thompson. Yeah, there you go. Wow. In the desert, you know, it's hot. I mean, be we'll, like, oh, we'll find out later if it was creepy or not. We need to know many, how. There's too many clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Except 
you don't you don't talk bad about my clothes like that. <laughs> <laughs> These clothes we was wearing was wrong. No, like, um, I'm pretty sure they got did in the butt. <laughs> so just so don't, she's up for anything. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. So she was Gross. a virgin when she had the love, you know, because is that, a, is that, do you still yeah, have your virginity? Still intact. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I mean, depends what kind of Christian you are. I, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Gotta have loopholes. You know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> so just for the hell of it, let's go back and we'll talk. I did have a clip of the student body president surrendering 30 seconds after they made it to the woods. But our families, huh? What about them? Snap. I was hoping that was a slap. I don't want to hide. It should have been. Check it out. Stopped a bullet that would have hit somebody. That brave radio. Uh We'll also do us a lot of good. We've got no radio. I mean, how long do you think we can survive up here on olives and rice krispies? What else are we going to do? This Calumet student body president and I... Honestly, oh is, is that Nerd necessary? Alert. Seriously, my crowning I, I achievement in life. We get to here. We we need stuff. And sit down, Danny. You're not <laughs> but going you know what? anywhere. He's just it's like his dad. To town. Yeah. Just like his dad, trying to pull and no. barter. This isn't the big yeah. game, Mister Quarterback. He can go wherever he wants. No, I didn't pull any clips of that guy. Uh, the Lane. Yeah. Oh, the the father. He's in a lot of stuff. The, isn't I, he? Danical. Danical. He was also in Son in Law. He played the the dad in Son in Law. I forgot we even did that movie. This is the third movie that we've had with him. But this is why people don't like politicians. (laughs) He is the embodiment of like, yeah, I'm not a war fighter. Let's try to work things out. They'll be nice. No, they won't. My son's not a problem. He's not uh he's not gonna get out there and do anything. He's He's not like a a leader. (laughs) He's a a follower for sure. He's a real piece of shit. Uh. (laughs) Well, and then he just oh uh, it's Lane Smith. Yeah. Um, he is, and he just watches all those fucking people get murdered, uh-huh. right. all because he doesn't want to throw his son under the bus, which his son is perfectly oh, safe. This is actually super sad part of the movie. Yeah, it's oh. really sad. <laughs> I fast forwarded. You know what? That, no, that's a proud moment yeah. uh, when somebody stands up against their oppressors. Yeah, that's a proud moment, right? I don't know. I'd kneel. You know, yeah. police brutality. <laughs> <laughs> And then old Lane Smith's up there just kind of holds his belly. Like, like oh, Ugh. I'm going to be sick from watching all these people that I made die. Yeah. So you know what, though? That that was that was their kneeling against brutality. Yeah, that, for that, sure. That was their it version was. of it, right? You're absolutely right. And so, like, I... No, I get you. No. So a lot of people are... <laughs> no. A lot of people ask... No. <laughs> no. No. No, a lot of people do ask me. They're like, hey, as a veteran, does the kneeling thing bother you? And so what I always tell everybody, I was like, listen, as a veteran in the United States Army, I can never kneel... For the American flag, mm-hmm. because I've seen too many of my friends buried under it. Sure. sure, but as an American burr, burr, and burr. not as a Black American, I cannot tell you yeah. what they have gone through. So I cannot kneel for the flag, but I can stand by somebody who I respect and know while they kneel, because that is our purest form mm-hmm. of show. St- standing up for yourself. Right? Yes. When you when you sit there and take an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. You do not preclude everything in the, not just the parts you like, like, I love the Second Amendment, so I'm going to stand up for that. Yeah. No, it's all of them. In the First Amendment, is freedom of speech. Yeah. And that is the greatest showmanship of freedom of speech. And so, absolutely, I can never do it, but I am never going to ridicule somebody that takes their stance on freedom of speech because that's what the fundamentals of our country are founded on, and that was their kneeling moment. Boom. So... 
And then also, me personally, it's sorry. Not no, like, it was a great. That was great. Sure, yeah. And it's not like we just get the American side too. We also get uh, the uh, the opposing side standing up for what they believe in. When we get this, rub a butt on him. <laughs> ah, suck at you. Got that for your mother. <laughs> I, I can't believe you. I'm gonna blow your brains out. Go die, Yankee. Yeah. Die. God give you something. Gorsky, Stepan Yugenovich, no one gives a damn who you are. <laughs> My God, no. <laughs> no, honestly, a guy could be begging for their life, but instead you're like, you know what? No, nope, this is it. Suck it, you goddamn for your mother. I love it Yankee. so much. I love it. Oh well, then he's then he's standing next to the kid that they're gonna shoot, yeah. and he's like, oh, let's be friends so that I, we're not gonna die alone. Yeah, that's sad. Well, you oh, know, we're sad. It is. It really is. I don't even like to watch the Super Bowl because someone loses, even though they made millions of dollars <laughs> for being there. No, war, war has got to be the ultimate tragedy and ultimate comedy as well, because there's a lot of fun things. Like, that, that's going to be weird coming yeah, from, psycho. from a veteran, but like, I know, right? It's like, <laughs> there's so much fun in it, right? Yeah. No, I'm, but I mean, there's there's bonding moments that you never thought you would have with other people of different backgrounds and religions and sure. experiences. And then there's also the... You could get the, that from like volunteering somewhere. Absolutely. <laughs> which is why when a lot of them come back, they do turn to a yeah. lot of volunteer opportunities, which is incredible. And Well, so, basically, I mean, not to get too political, but you are going into like a, a foreign place and trying to help them. I mean, that's... Absolutely. That's what you hope that you're there for, even though it could just be oil or whatever. Six, you know. nine at Radio Free America. This is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Which is great about right this. Now, got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the They're sending zone. cryptic messages. Yeah. I love that. Against the walls. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans. Another day closer to victory. And for yeah. all of you out there... I really the want to know what all that means. And they never tell you. Right. Well, no. So they're all... So they... Those are all cryptic messages. But do you have the clip of when um, she finds the fighter pilot and they do the the um, the challenge and password? She's like, what's the capital of Texas? Yes. Red blood. Yeah. What's capital of Texas? Austin. Won't call me. It's Houston. No, it is. It's not. It's not. (laughs) These are the dumbest fucking people in the world. He got it right. (laughs) That's why he's like, fuck off. I'm cold. Can you imagine shooting somebody like, oh, fuck, they were right. (laughs) Like, I would like to know who the educators are in this school. Die, maybe, you commie scum. Maybe that's why they overtook it because they're like, these people are so stupid. <laughs> Mr. Tisdale, in every class, he just talks about the Mongols, and that's it. Okay. <laughs> when they did that, and I was like, why is she going to shoot him? He said it right. And, like, yeah. I, and then I like second guessed myself. I, I was did like, too. Shit. I absolutely asked my wife. No, I was like, I 100% wait, what is knew she was or he was right. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, wait but a she, second, what is the capital of she Texas? She charged that weapon so quickly. I was like, oh, well. yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's been awesome my whole life. I, li- I lied, by the way, and I just looked. I do have a clip of Daryl's dad talking to the enemy. So. Oh, uh, Daryl, he wouldn't hurt a fly. Oh, there we go. Uh, he, 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 I know my son. Lane Daryl, Smith. He's not the gorilla type. According to records, Mayor, dude, your son is a. Prominent. He was an Eagle Scout the, too. Uh, the rolling R's from this dude, R- just nuts. Student leader. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds but like a cat a sitting yeah. on his lap. We are Siamese. Uh, uh, yeah. So here's the thing. I'm not an Eagle like Scout. His father. But he's a member like, of a elite paramilitary organization. Yeah. Eagle Scout. Eagle Scout. Uh, yes, uh, but that's not military. <laughs> How did he not? 
how does he not contribute more to what they're doing in the woods? Right. Yeah. As an Eagle Scout, I was like, man, he's playing second fiddle pretty good. <laughs> he's got to stay under the radar. Well, apparently man. his dad as the mayor just made sure he got his badges. <laughs> I guess. I don't. Okay, so we should talk about budget. We should, yes. Ooh. Okay, how much do you think it costs to make this movie? Why are you skipping ahead so lot. far, Mandy, before we talk about the budget? I'm sorry. We, we have absolutely a... absolutely have to play. We, okay. This new thing. I forget. Every Not time. what's that sound, is no. it? Box oh. office theme song. <laughs> All right. There you go. Thank you, Stu. <laughs> All right. Box office theme song. Hey, you know what? Stu is the other person who I love because he's also from upstate New York. There, oh, yes. Yeah. He's yes. Gotten, yeah, we've gotten some listeners from like Buffalo. Showing some love for Stu. For Stu. Four time guest. <laughs> only, uh, only ever uh, guest host. Uh, yes, ever, so. it's true. Yeah. I was going to say, if you guys had me on more than once a year, I could <laughs> try to rival my <laughs> New York counterpart there. You'll, you'll get there. You'll yes. get there eventually. <laughs> All right. What's the, uh, let's talk some budgets. Uh, yes. How much do you think it cost to make this movie in 1984? It, it, it should have not been a lot of money. Like, I mean, it's probably on government. Huh, so I'm going to go 15, okay. 15, 16 million. They're all relatively new, like stars oh, at that point, about, but it's all practical now effects so it's a lot of moving parts a lot of like building stuff and tanks and bullshit maneuvering stuff around between two god why do you do this you really analyze just nobody yeah. wants just numbers why not because they want to know they no, want to hear something they don't yes they do you I just guarantee make this you. part last so much longer than it needs to <laughs> what's the point of even doing it then if I we're not going to talk it you through you need to take a page from Stu and make the theme song super short yeah you think so <laughs> just give me a number foreshadow <laughs> I want to tell the people why I'm They know. Up. They probably think that I'm making They've this up. They've seen the movie or they wouldn't be listening. They probably think yeah. I looked it up already. And they They've heard, heard, heard the, you 90 times. They heard all the fun facts too. <laughs> well, why stop it now if they've They're already gotten through this 30 times? They're not stupid. <laughs> Just give me a number. We'll give me the goddamn that. number. <laughs> <laughs> five, five, five. Right. Um... Yeah, it was from Dumb and Dumber. Remember, <laughs> remember that movie. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say this was in the low twenties. I would think. Oh my be, god, you guys are so off to build this movie. Four million dollars. Oh my god, four million. Four million. Wow, that's pretty cheap. I was closer. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. he was reverse. Uh, well, I thought it would be less, right. but I thought back then, like, I mean, movies, even yeah. cheap movies, were ten, nope. 11, 12 million. It was literally just they probably spent three million in bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. This not, was, uh, oh, those blanks. are all blanks. Yeah, but they're still bullets. <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of powder. Yeah. This got a uh, this got a Guinness Book of World Records for being the most most the violent most violent film at the time. Yes. Right? Yeah. Wow. Um, and then, how much do you think the movie made worldwide gross? I, I think they said there was an act of violence. It averaged out over uh, it was at like every two point six seconds or some nonsense. I think of it was movie. like two point six minutes. <laughs> minutes, yeah, something like that. No Which kidding. obviously this was before John Wick. Yeah, because there was oh, way more violence in that. Obliterated that. Yeah. Yeah, they said um, there were a hun- like 138 confirmed kills on screen during this movie or something. Oh, John Wick only had like 98, but the yeah. movie was only 90 minutes long. Sure. I mean, are they doing that number from like the, the guy who came out of the helicopter? He's like, we got 12 confirmed kills. He's like, I see one body. Like, uh. <laughs> I think it was like on screen actual. You see somebody die on oh, screen, okay. but I don't know. I'm sure a lot of them were all explosions. No, I think it was so. a. It wasn't a person dying. It was just like a violent, act. a violent violence. Okay, maybe that's yeah. it. I don't know. So, anyway. how much do you so think the movie made worldwide gross? It shouldn't have made anything. Um, <laughs> God damn it! Just say a number. <laughs> we don't want to know anything about your opinion, your method to get to that number, or anything else. It's just, it's just hard to listen to. That's all I'm saying. No oh. background, just the number. 
32 million dollars okay matt <laughs> uh too much uh i'm gonna say this movie made 22 million dollars 38 million oh but they they made a sequel to it right or, or, they did but the, if like you think about it it only cost four million to make and it made 38 million yeah, that's, that's a, a good huge re- yeah that's a yeah. Win, yeah 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 they sure. did the reboot of red dawn they did the reboot of dirty dancing like this mm-hmm. he's just yeah. ripe for the pick and where are they going to do the reboot of uh ghost ghost yeah <laughs> right that's what I'm saying. a reboot oh. of roadhouse hey. with oh john cena yeah you can't see me <laughs> Yes, I love Roadhouse so much. But we have to. We ha- we're gonna have to do some comedies in between <laughs> the movies. Our, this is our first uh, like like action film kind. Is of. it really? Yeah, yes, we haven't is. really hit into anything like this. I wanted for a while. I wanted to do something like True Lies, yeah, which would have kind we of still. Bridged, I still want to do that. It would have sort of bridged that gap between comedy oh, and action. Mean, finding a CIA you, agent. You mean the bridge is out? Yeah. <laughs> that bridge. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's do uh, just for my own. Uh, fun uh i made myself a little edit of this movie uh this is uh the brokeback mountain edition of uh oh my god i can't Red wait Dawn. i can't wait i can't quit you <laughs> never shoot twice this is your first time isn't it oh yeah what grossest part you're gonna drink if it's your first we did what's it taste like <laughs> it's not too bad i mean it's 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 kind of salty like a steak when you got a nosebleed you know you gotta do it robbery bottoms up Go, go for it, buddy. All right, all right. Okay. You did it. <laughs> Who eats a so snake? Once you do that, I there's love be something different about you. Always. This isn't so bad. Who eats a steak with a nosebleed? Like, don't you stop the nosebleed while you're eating the steak? Like, what the hell kind of reference is that? I love that you gave that like the Brokeback Mountain. I took out all of them. When you listen to it, it's just this is your first time. Yeah, never shoot twice. This is your first time. I was afraid that was going to be like, what's that sound? I was like, (laughs) you got to drink it. So once you do that. You'll never be the same. <laughs> like, okay. Do hunters really do that? Please put that no. in the... No. I don't know. I'm not a hunter. So my, my family are all hunters, and they I never killed... I never successfully killed a deer. I would go out hunting with them. I was I never had the patience for it. I would go out in the woods, and it was so cold, and I'd bring like a fucking book with me or whatever. I'd get up in the tree stand, and I'd just kind of pretend so I could participate in things with my dad and brother, basically, yeah. was how it worked, you know? And we I'd like I said, I'd bring a, a book or something and just piss around and wait until it was time to go back in and then we'd all come back in and they'd all tell their little stories about how like I saw a buck and it jumped over the hill and it was over by this guy's stand and if I'd have been in a you know whatever they're big like buck got away stories and shit and I'm just like whatever in fact it got to the point where at at one point I pretended to shoot at a deer just so (laughs) I could just go boom but you never did it was a it was a bow and arrow like I I just shot an arrow into the woods and was like, oh, I missed him. But I tried. Like, I, I was basically trying to stay included in their conversations. With but things, did your yeah. brother and dad ever drink the blood? Like, well, they always said psychotic. that's like, what they always said if, if I ever did, which I don't know how far they would have gone with it. But you're like they would say that, like, if you ever kill a deer, you have to be the one that like guts it. And then you have like whatever. Well, it was like, oh, you always got to You got to eat the, the, uh, heart. the heart or whatever. And it was, it was always what I assumed was just. A joke, but I hell I don't know. I no. never. I don't know. My 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 dad was never a hunter, so I I have no idea. And I've seen no, movies. They would bring, the, I've, I've they seen would bring the, they the heart them. home, and then they would fry it up and eat it. And I'm still not eating it. That's the thing. It's <laughs> so I I've seen movies though where they like they, they take the blood of the animal and they put it on your <laughs> face, right? And they do this stuff. But this drinking it mm-hmm. like. 
That's I was like waiting for Jim Carrey to come out and like vampire. Like, yeah. This is like once bitten. Never shoot twice. <laughs> it's your crazy. first time, isn't it? Yeah. What? You got a drink if it's your first. Oh, oh Charlie Sheen. Is that Wish Tiger I Blood? I knew how to quit you. Tiger Blood. Oh. That's the origination of Tiger Blood right That's there. Right. Now he's <laughs> winning. Thank you, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> winning. He's winning. No, winning. <laughs> <laughs> he's drinking Tiger Blood to fight his HIV now. Oh, my goodness. Or just burners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do. We have um, another game. Yeah, let's do that because we're running out of clips now. We, and, went, we successfully and time. went through. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, let's do. Uh, the ages game. How about that? Ready? Yeah. Oh no. Oh. Coming in hot. Now, is this a new addition since you were on? Yes, it is. Yeah. And I gotta tell you, I love it. Nice. <laughs> I know you guys say it's too long. <laughs> it's not. That's my favorite one. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Yeah, keep that. Yeah. That is, I love it. I'm I know you guys say it's too long, but I think it's perfect. I'm considering not it. not shortening it, but changing it for the new year. Because sure. technically this episode, I believe, will drop on New Year's Day. So, nice. Uh, for We're in 2020. <laughs> what up? Hey, uh, we'll talk about that at the end. We should get a year in review from everybody just quickly at the end. We but, should. Be great. All right. So what are we doing? All right. So. How old do you think Patrick Swayze was? Golly. I'm trying to think of how old he was even supposed to be in the fucking movie. I, I would say he's in the movie. He's supposed to be 22, 23. You like, think? Like that he's that far out of school? Because I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's just really fucking stupid. So it's hard to tell. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Uh. <laughs> um, as a person, I think Patrick Swayze is probably 28. Matt? In real life, I bet he was probably 24. 32. Holy no. fuck. Wow. Patrick Swayze was 32 dude. in this movie? He was 32. How old was so he in young? fucking Dirty Dancing? Old. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, how old do you think um, C. Thomas Howell was? He played Robert, the guy that shot at the... Um, oh, child helicopter. Yeah, the Wolverines guy. Have, have you noticed I did not pull a clip of anyone screaming Wolverines? No. I just I was over it. At <laughs> that's that totally, point. It's totally... Yeah. Like, fuck this movie. <laughs> Here, we'll do it for you. Wolverines! You just, you just lost all the Wolverines. You, yeah. you lost them and then you got them back. Sure. <laughs> like all those Michigan fans. Like, oh, oh. All, right. all right. How See, old Thomas, was he? Uh, they are all 22. Like, that's okay. <laughs> no, he was a little bit younger than Patrick Swayze. I would say 24. 17. Okay. Holy crap. You guys are so bad at this. Yeah. I know. All right. How I don't old, care how old heart, teen heartthrob men are. How old was Charlie Sheen and uh, Darren Dalton, who played Daryl, the guy that looked like um, Pee Wee. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had to be around the same age as that other guy. I would think. Um, I would say Charlie Sheen was probably 18, and okay. the Pee Wee guy was probably uh, 16. They're both the same age. No shit. Mm-hmm. I would say because he seemed older in Ferris Bueller, I would think he's probably got to be like 23. Okay. Ish. They were both 19. Okay. Wow. Right. Okay. And then um, both Jennifer Grey and Leah Thompson were the same age. No shit. Mm-hmm. How old do you think they were? Oh, man. Let's think here. I'm going to go 20. I mean, how old do I want them? I need them to be at least 18. Um, <laughs> were you that attracted to them in this movie? I'm always attracted to Leah Thompson. Uh, Not in this that's movie a, either. That's a good call. They look like ragged trash in this movie, and I still wouldn't. I would I would bring her home. Okay, so sure. out, out of the two of them, though, I, I Leah Thompson really. Oh, yeah. Tips the scale. America's sweetheart. Um, 
let's say they were 20 years old. Okay. We we did the same number. Did we really? <laughs> I, right. I wasn't listening. I'm going to say tw- er, it's 23. Okay. Oh, really? That yeah, old? But we, we do give like a plus or minus a year. So when you had 18, I think you had said like the 19 year old. Yeah. So you guys. Oh, and uh, how old do you think Powers Booth was who played Andy? The Colonel. Cur- yeah, yeah. Andrews. Oh. But they call him Andy. Yeah. He's got to be in something else, too. Oh, he's been in a ton of stuff mm-hmm. for sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say he was 46. No. If Patrick Swayze know. was in his late 20s, this guy had been in his mid-30s. Well, Patrick Swayze was 32. But I mean in like... I would say 36. You'd be 100% correct. Wow! <laughs> Nailed it! Yes! See, so him Sorry. and Leah Thompson, it's not that big of an age gap. Right. But I don't think... I just think they meant like... like in the film. Like, she was presumably a, a high school student. Ah, whatever. So, my dad was in his 40s when he became a lieutenant colonel. Um, a lot of my a lot of my group that I came up with, they were in their mid to late 30s. So, that's it's fairly accurate. Yeah. yeah. But he looked a lot older. Yeah. Like, Patrick well, Swayze looked really... Does he look really young in all his movies? Because, like, this one, though, he, like... Yeah, he, really, did, he looked relatively about that same age. Or at least nearer to the rest of them i don't think there was he doesn't appear to have that big of an age gap between the rest of the actors i would agree and well and like year before that he was in the outsiders and he looked fairly he looked young very in young in that, in that too. movie too yeah gotta get me some patrick swayze stuff well until he <laughs> until all that smoking got caught up with him and then right was know. it also it was was it pancreatic, pancreatic yeah. cancer yeah, yeah that sucks maybe that's what it is man it's he like the fountain of youth and then you just used it all up you know it's just, i mean just it's I, all held within the pancreas but yeah. honestly though I, I when i think back of like all the great actors like i i would put him on there like just everything he did he could be the tough guy he could be the sensitive guy he could be the he guy could dance for sure if he wants his to. His mom was a dance teacher, of course. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, uh, are we moving right along here? Do you want to get to the next uh, I do. Next game? All right. Yeah, here yeah. we go. And it is time for... Should we... I don't know if we say this the name beforehand. Here we go. I think it's time we <laughs> stop, children. What's that sound? Do you hear what I hear? What's that sound? Do you hear what I hear? What, 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 what's that sound? All right, it is time to play What's That Sound? And of course, for this game, we take a sound from the film that neither of you have heard yet. I pulled these clips without you knowing. I'm going to play a sound from the movie, and it is your job, David, to tell me what is happening during this sound. If you don't get it, it goes to Mandy. If Mandy doesn't get it, it goes to the listening audience. Here we go. I'm going to start out simple and work my way forward. All right, what's that sound? That is the device that they were looking for, the homing beacon that was staged inside that person's tummy. Yes, that's it. It was the the bug detector. By by the way, I listened extra hard to this movie because you beat my ass (laughs) in the last one. And I was like, I'm not going to let this get through. I cranked up the volume. So just just so we get a clean listen, that was the, the bug detector one more time here. All right, we get it. Okay. I'm going to turn that up a little bit. All right. Uh, Next. Sounds like a saw, saw on metal. It's when, um, so uh, it, it's actually part of the character progression where the uh, person who lost his father yep. starts sawing off the uh, the shotgun. Yep, the barrel which, to the... Which actually you don't want to do because it changes the trajectory of the bullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember him doing that. I'm like, 
man, that's going to change the way you shoot that sure. weapon. You're not going to re-zero that weapon after you shot off, after you sawed off the uh, the barrel. <laughs> so generally what will happen... Which I'm with sure it, everybody was thinking. He's got... I'm assuming, I hope, that they're shooting slugs. And if they're shooting slugs, that's not going to change a ton about what's happening. I mean, they'll have to definitely recite it in. But if they're using any sort of shot... It widens the shot, correct? Which makes it less likely that they're going to kill anybody. Yeah. Like, exactly. Why would you do that? I, I, my dad bought me like some weird ass Russian knockoff gun, uh, forever ago when I was very young, and uh, used to use it for rabbit hunting, and it was it had such a long barrel and the pattern was so tight on it that it would literally cut like a rabbit in half if oh, you wow. like. So we did that. We we had to saw like three or four inches of the barrel off. Just to give it enough space to like span out, okay, and and widen. So, uh, but yeah, I'm assuming for this they're using slugs, and he's just trying to maybe save space. <laughs> maybe he's trying to be able to put it in his down his pants. I don't or, know. What I he's mean, doing. their covering concealment was awful through the whole movie, yeah. so maybe he's just trying to make himself less known out in the wild. <laughs> they, I ran, don't know. they ran out of duct tape and sticks. <laughs> All right, and the final sound. Here we go. I figured I'd be safe. Yeah, with the, what are we supposed to do? Okay. Foreign tongues? I'd be, I figured I'd be safe with the dialogue. I don't care about the dialogue. I need to know what the sound is that they're doing in the background. Not, there's like a bird crowing. I don't care about that. But there's like a <laughs> there's a sound that's happening in the middle of all of this mess. That. It sounds like a weapon charging, like a like a handheld pistol, like a. Okay. No. No. Mm. Sucks. I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> not even worth the no. guess. No, right. I wanted even. to go three zero like Louis Valencia. And I just <laughs> no, I got nothing. I fell short. I, I, I fell seriously short. doubt anyone's going to be able to handle that one unless they somehow uh, like know what huge, he's saying yeah. and can pinpoint it in the movie. But uh, yeah, so give that a shot and see what you come up with. I, I'm actually going to watch the. Uh, I can't wait to, for the comments. I can't wait till somebody get that. Somebody one, sees. Yeah, uh, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, we'll I'm actually. I'm. I'm psyched. All right, one more clean one just for the audience. All right. Yeah. All right. That's mm. the conclusion of what's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to do such? Two of I them wanted, were great. I wanted them to be. Yeah, those first two I figure were were pretty gettable, but that last one, you know. Mm. Got to make it tough out there, man. You know what That's I'm saying? Good. Yeah. We got to engage those listeners so they uh, come after us. For, yeah, put uh, it in the comments, you guys. Yeah, put right. it in the comments. Okay. So, I, I mean, I guess that's it. That's the end, right? We made it through this mess. Oh, we've got the final. Let me get the little monologue here at the end with her reading the plaque, at least. That gives us some closure. I never saw the brothers again. In time, this war, like every other war, ended. But I never forgot. And I come to this place often, though no one else does. In the early days of World War III... That's not true. There's a plaque there. Somebody clearly came there. (laughs) ...placed the names of their lost upon this rock. They fought here alone and gave up their lives so that this nation shall not perish from the earth. We don't know if it did or didn't. Right. We don't know. We we never get that closure. We don't know if they won, if they escaped. How long it took for them, yeah, to, to regain control of the country yeah whether or not we ended up with like walmart and i like how they they got to a certain point and they're like we're free (laughs) 
Oh, really? Is that like the the magical bluff? Yeah. That all of a sudden you've reached your free your like, freedom. We don't know if they made it. They got to the <laughs> we, uh, what, we was, what they, they call are. it the the not the friendly zone. What they call it? They said, free America. Yeah, you have a zone. Yeah, how do they know they got there? It's I just a know. bunch of vast wilderness. <laughs> It's the same. Right. Did you also, in your fun facts, did you happen to get the one about there was a, a deleted scene from this that was going to be in the parking lot of a McDonald's? I did, where the Russian tank comes up to uh-huh. the drive-through, and they had they cut the movie. Uh, they cut it from the movie because someone got killed in a McDonald's parking lot in no. Colorado. No. Nowadays, it'd be everywhere. Walmart, so school. They're like, they're like, they wouldn't yeah. even be able to go into the school. That was traumatizing as fuck. The beginning of this, when they started shooting up that school, I was like, oh my god, like this is so relevant. Whatever, to, that's so now. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's so relevant. Yeah, to Alice right Jules would have totally helped. Hey, right. there you go. But honestly, did you really need to go in and start shooting? Like, all you had to do was go up to like the magistrate and be like, hey, we're taking over. Like, yeah, you didn't like. One of my favorite uh, stories in American history uh, of all time has got to be Ethan Allen and the Green Mountain Boys, where they took over Fort Ticonderoga just by knocking on the door and being like, hey, we've got you surrendered. Get out of here before you all get killed. And they're huh? like, yeah, that seems fair. We'll, we'll leave. Nice. Ethan <laughs> like, Allen, like the, the store Ethan Allen? So Ethan Allen was actually a, uh, a huge proponent in the Revolutionary War. Oh, and he gotcha. was from Vermont, and uh, he had him and the Green Mountain Boys. Is he in Hamilton? I don't think so. Okay. I've, I've never seen Hamilton. Don't, so I don't know. You're not <laughs> allowed from with this you. moment forward. You're not allowed to take Mandy seriously. For any <laughs> I'm like, it's like that, Ethan Allen. That uh, that, that's those pre-built houses, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's that's Ed, 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 Ethan Allen. Sure, yeah. Tiny houses. Ethan, Ethan Allen. Like Ethan what? Embry. Yeah. 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 Oh, Ethan yeah. Embry. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Ethan Allen, the Green Mountain Boys. But like that. That's kind of what you did back then. But I guess World War Three is totally gloves off. Yeah. Guerrilla warfare, man. Right. Get down. You gotta get in there and get it. All right. <laughs> so that brings us to a close, I guess. Yeah. We got the One we had, this is great. What uh what's your thoughts? Final thoughts? Anything we missed on the movie? No, I mean Are you gonna rewatch it? No, watch I'm it never again? gonna see this ever again in my entire life. Are you gonna watch the new one? You no. <laughs> Even oh. more vehemently no. I heard a Hemsworth was in there. I, was like, I will that. watch it just <laughs> because of him. Just nice. because of that, yeah. right? No, I'm not uh, no, I mean like it, I think it went about twenty six minutes too long. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so when it, when when he was holding the gun to Heather uh, to Jennifer Gray's head, I was like, I wish I was her. <laughs> <laughs> and then he doesn't do it. He doesn't. Pull he the doesn't trigger. even do it. I was like, God, I got to do this myself. Fine, <laughs> idiot. I do. <laughs> so if this movie were to be made now, they would have spent the first half hour developing the relationship the between characters. the two brothers. Yeah. And I'm I. This movie got right the fuck into it, man. Yeah. Like within the first ten minutes, yeah. there were bullets flying. Like there was some shit they going down. They spent way too much time just showing them shooting. Yes, montages galore. There was so yeah. many, and it was just them a, a close up of each person shooting for a really long time. Yeah, yeah. They could have cut all that out and showed the love scenes and not shooting saying. well either. Yeah. Like no. a lot of it was not like their faces like flashing back from the weapon and I'm like oh come on <laughs> you like, hit shit <laughs> I could have used that like this movie needed that love scene mm-hmm. even if they just should have used a different character like yes, just not please. an older character maybe yeah. but I would have still been okay with it I get yeah. like they're in the middle of war there there's nobody else around 
This, yeah, she's like, woman, I don't, don't want to die a virgin. Yeah, at least like a vagina be- virgin. Apparently, <laughs> her butt. What you done. said was wrong. Uh, um, <laughs> but not a lieutenant colonel who's married. Like, no. He dies on. anyways. He might as well have gotten one off in one of the teens. Not no, <laughs> no, teens. no. Woof, uh, woof. All right, woof. So, <laughs> Mandy, are you going to watch this movie again? No. Did we cover that. No. 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 Matt? No. 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 Nope. Not at all. That bit. was enough. I'm glad I. I'm kind of glad I watched it. Yeah. I mean, if I had never watched this movie, or if I hadn't rewatched this movie, would I have said this was a good movie? Yes, I yes, would have. I for probably sure. would have. And the, I bet all the epipos that aren't going to watch this because you never <laughs> are do. Super sad about and it. And you're like, you're going to be like, no, they're wrong. It's so Go watch good. it. Prove it to yourself. Yeah, for sure. It's on <laughs> it's, Amazon Prime. Get so out there bad. and get it. It's free. It's so bad. All right, guys. So this is the New Year's. Uh, yeah. Recap. Episode. Uh, let's all go around and say one thing that we're uh, the, about the new year that we're like looking forward to or something about the previous year that was awesome. Okay. Anything? Uh, so for the new year, I'm looking forward to taking my girls down to uh, Florida. So okay. We're do that nice. for spring break. Very good. Um, anytime with my daughters is the greatest time ever. And uh, from the year past, just really thankful to be on shows and to have such a great comedic family that uh, allows me because you guys are cheaper than therapy so awesome <laughs> i really awesome. appreciate that and shout out to my ex-wife colleen who stayed home at my home her old home uh, <laughs> with, the, with the kids tonight so i could shoot this episode yeah, so thanks, I'm, colleen. I'm very appreciative of her and uh you know although we are divorced she is a fantastic mother and uh nice. really happy for her so nice awesome awesome um, I am looking forward to um getting my plantar fasciitis and my feet <laughs> done addressed. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to physical therapy, so mm-hmm. I really look forward to be able being able to walk and and uh, move again. Are you gonna run again this year? Or? I I would like to, but I can't even walk from here. You know, anywhere. So I I just came from the doctor, so I'm hoping that that will happen. Um, 2019. Um, my daughter is learning to read. She started gymnastics. She did dance. Um, she's just fantastic. Um, this podcast really blew up. Um, my favorite moments of 2019. It's hard because we, for our podcast, um, it's hard to say. Yeah. There was, um, I would have to say my number one, uh, rips to Lundy. Yeah. Yep. It is moment, my favorite yeah. moment of yep. 2019 for our podcast. Sure. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to 2020. We have a lot of movies. People think that we're done with movies. Oh They're God, like, how do you have? So many. We have so many. So and, many to come. And so it's going to be amazing. And if you're not friends with Mandy, please check her out on Facebook because the, the pictures of your daughter doing gymnastics, <laughs> her smile <laughs> is the most beautiful thing. Oh, like, thank it is, you. When you look at that and it's just it's just pure. She's and it's, so bad at it. No, it does, but she loves it. <laughs> she loves it. That, that's all that matters, Mandy. That's all that matters. No, is that like, her totally. smile after Aww. doing a move like it, oh, it's and the greatest Thank you thing. so much. It is true, amazing. true story. I love story. that. I Matt, love that. what about you uh well now i almost have to say something about my family (laughs) (laughs) or you look like a dick (laughs) you don't have to but whatever no i mean everything there's going great Uh, my daughter's doing fine she's really enjoying school now so i'm looking forward to her getting uh past her previous apprehensions for different things like she was not a fan of math before she's gotten into that now she's doing great she's doing good she's gonna have uh she's just got braces so that's gonna happen through the next year into 2020 so we'll see how that goes 
Uh, I'm sure she's looking forward to getting rid of those uh, already. She's just <laughs> just got them. Uh, but as far as uh, things coming f- up in the future for this podcast, I'm just I'm getting the idea that people are willing to come out and and do the show, and we can ask people to drive a little further. We can ask people to come out and spend a little more of their time uh, because it's fun and because we we create a, a decent yeah, product. Yeah, I think we do a and, good job, and it's something worth uh, participating in. So. Uh, over the next year, I hope to start getting uh, people from a little further away and, and people who uh, I know would like to participate that I just never would have thought to ask because I was like, who the hell would want to drive here from Flint or from you know yeah. Ohio or whatever to do this podcast? So, What was your favorite part of 2019, <laughs> do you think, for the podcast? For the po- I was just going through like a little quick. I mean, I my favorite part of the podcast overall has got to be um, when uh, Mike and Garrett were on for their New York uh, ladies, but that was not last year. No, that was, that was the year, the year before. before. <laughs> um, Come over here and fuck this butthole. <laughs> so my favorite part was wh- who was the gentleman that came up with Epahose? That was Eric Andy Bledsoe. Andy yeah. Bledsoe. Yep. He was so good on that <laughs> podcast. I was like, oh my gosh, like well, it was I'm, amazing. So keep, a- Andy speak. would love to hear that, I'm sure, but he will not. I'm sure he does not listen. <laughs> no, he's he not, not a, listening. He, does he not doesn't listen, even have, he doesn't like, have Facebook. any Facebook or anything like that. He so. was another one that I was very surprised that came out and did the show. So I was super happy for I that. I mean, there's but. people out here that do listen to your stuff that would come on the show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's a, that's another thing. Our, our goal for 2020 <laughs> is we're going to have David Steves on more often. There you go. I mean, just one more time would be better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I want to just get more engagement from the audience. So yes. just get more people to participate and stuff. We're doing a lot more polls. The polls are more, huge. Yes. Yeah, those posters and stuff. Just give us uh, any sort of feedback you can. Uh, tell your friends, like, uh, share, uh, subscribe for sure. And then, yeah, just give us reviews and stuff. It helps. Everything helps. Uh, we're Comment to us what your favorite episode was yeah. or what your favorite moment was. Yeah. And yeah, like any of those, any, like even not from this year, but from the year before, because we've been doing this for Absolutely. so long. For sure. So let us know. We would love to hear from you. So I tell you what, I put this episode above the office girls, the office ladies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They just came out with a huge podcast, and I put your podcast above that. Oh, nice. You guys are you. number one in my queue. They, drop, always. they also Aww. drop on Wednesdays, too, I think. The same they do. Day. I know. <laughs> and I listen to you first. Uh, Take that, uh, Jenna boom. Fisher. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> boom. <laughs> All right. Um, so what kind of plugs do you have? What do you have coming up um, in the next couple of months? This oh, is going to come out the first of the year. Yeah, first of the year. So we have MD9 that is actually going to two shows a month now for the winter months. Really? Yes, we are. So we're going to do a traditional traditional open mic on the second Thursday of January and then a prompts open night on a uh, we've already had that one booked but that's gonna be on the fourth like an improv Thursday. type show an improv like, kind of like Louis does okay, so I totally awesome. sold that from Sammy asked her if I could <laughs> she said yes right. which is great and this is and in uh, Otsego Michigan that's gonna be in Otsego M&D 9 Bar and Grill in Otsego Michigan that's nice. um, an amazing place go it's awesome that's probably that's the only time my mom has ever seen me do comedy yeah and uh, yeah, it was super fun. So yeah, it is a good time. We're trying to get more people out. Cheap drinks. Yeah, great service. Um, and then the other one is going to be the first Tuesday of every month. We have JB's Whiskey over in Springfield or close to Battle Creek. Nice. So check them out. We have uh, we have a great lineup for January. There is nothing in the Battle Creek area that I know of. Not yet. For, so we're, we're bringing it uh, back. Yeah. Somebody called me the Gary Fields of Battle Creek. <laughs> like, You're the, I was like, I wish I had his payroll. Yeah, that would be fantastic. <laughs> well, if you had his payroll, make sure you uh, pay the IRS. for. <laughs> 
Sounds like you know something more than I do. Sorry. And Shot, then, shots fired. <laughs> um, Matt, and then on January 15th, the uh-huh. very last plug I had. No, please. Funniest person in Grand Rapids. Yes. So oh my I, uh, I got totally smacked on my face last year. <laughs> <laughs> Knocked out in the first round. But Garrett runs a great room up there in Dr. Grand's. And yes. I'm just excited to perform in front of a big crowd. And oh, my gosh. A comedy club scene. So January 15th. That's coming. That is that coming is up so super. So if you're listening to this. And you got a couple weeks to prepare and yes. go up. There. I'm I'm very excited. So um just rally the truth. Yes. Yeah, love all my comic friends, man. Woo, let's woo. let's get it done. All How right. about you guys? Uh, I have nothing. <laughs> oh I no, I, I, I'm not doing any comedy. Well, I'm done. Because nobody asked you. No one's asked me. <laughs> but uh, unicorn is in the stable. If someone asks me, I will, but I I, I other than that, no. <sighs> I may have to ask you for M89. <laughs> I got January 25th coming up at the Waldorf here in Hastings, Wally's Brew Pub Comedy Club on Facebook. We just uh, pinned down our uh, headliner for the 25th show. It is DJ Dangler. Uh, and then we are going to have uh, featuring uh, Josh Ortega for that nice. show. Very nice. I just saw him feature for Chad Daniels. Yeah, yeah. He was phenomenal. He's pretty funny. So Love guess Josh. what? I don't have my kids that weekend hey. and I'm going to be there. Nice. <laughs> very good. Very good. All right. Pay the man. So uh, <laughs> come on out for that and then everything else we got coming up. There's shows all year long at the yeah. Waldorf and then we're going to start back up at Reds in Middleville and otherwise. Thanks so much for listening everybody. Uh, we always end this thing with a clip to get us out of this mess and I'm wondering if I even remembered Do you to want to tell people one. how to get a hold of us? Uh, yeah, you can find us. I forgot to save a clip for the end. We're just going to do this and see what happens. Uh, you can reach us on uh, Facebook at another episode podcast. Email us at another episode podcast at gmail.com. But please go out and uh, check on our Instagram because that's where all those posters show up and they're the greatest of all time. Here is a clip that I haven't played yet and I'm not real sure what's going to happen. How old's your wife? Huh? How old's your wife? 80. What's she like? Old like me. All right. Uh, that's when oh, <laughs> a lieutenant colonel's like, my wife's 80. No, just say you're married and get on with it. God, <laughs> son of a gun. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.